I see Billy. <laughs> Leave Billy alone. <laughs> oh, beautiful. Oh. I, you know, you know what I, what I, what he says that I, I have you ever seen uh, that YouTube video? Leave Brandy alone. Leave Brandy alone. <laughs> That's what I imagine right now. Oh my of him saying, "Leave Billy alone." <laughs> We just need him uh, in some crying and in some mascara. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that the mascara part won't happen again. Again? <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a few times we've used it, isn't there? <sighs> Anyways, welcome to another episode of User Words Podcast. I'm joined by Mascara, Mr. Johnson. Mascara. Mascara Johnson. Mascara Johnson. Yes. Remember, leave Billy alone, Mascara. He was wearing mascara. Uh, I'm joined by Mr. Josh Brewer as well, who's looking over at his clock and going, why is it so late today? Why is it so late? Why, why, why? why? I want to go home. Yep. (laughs) Even though he just came from home. Well, that's neither here nor there in the context of this recording. But yes. Could be. So, really, Johnson? (laughs) 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 It's so far away. But it's still picked up. Yes. Anyways, uh, so welcome to another episode. Today, again, you're, you're noticing some trends here. Some things that I'm trying to, I guess you can say, instill in the guys and getting them to think about things outside of themselves a little bit more and think about topics. About topics. And, what are topics? And this isn't our Johnson topic. Oh, no. This is, this is terrible. <laughs> <laughs> now, that being said, the fourth topic of the month is not a Johnson topic. So um, Johnson doesn't have to worry about me going, Johnson, explain, or anything like that. But I do it for this one? No. (laughs) Okay. At least not yet. (laughs) Right. Maybe. We'll see. see. I don't know. (laughs) So Johnson presented this one, and this one's a little bit more clear cut than my other ones. Then the other one were just division. Division. Let's talk about it. Okay, you want to talk about two over two. Okay, that equals one. Division. We're talking about math. I don't like math class. I'm kidding. I do like math. Neither do I. I I failed calculus four times, so that's okay. Uh-oh. I hit. Mm-hmm. It popped. Who's the old man now? Me. <laughs> Josh, you are becoming less and less the old man, except for the sleeping part. Congratulations. You know, I was a kid. Yep. Okay, we're going on. Elmo. Uh, (laughs) Elmo. No, so at my work, we have this thing. In any meeting, if things start going off topic, someone just says Elmo. Oh, really? And as soon as Elmo is said, we stop and move on. Hmm. And Elmo means enough. Let's move on. Hang on. Elmo. Always the guy who says Elmo. Nope, I'm actually not. No? Nope, I'm not. Interesting. I'm not surprised. So, anyways, the the the, the conversation that Aaron wanted to bring up and have, and correct me if I'm mispronouncing any of this, Johnson. Oh. It's because I want to make sure I have it correct. I have here change in culture, and what do we do uh, more from a Christian perspective? As culture's changing, what do we do? Is that correct? Did There's, I get that right? Yeah, yeah. Was there anything else you want? I'm not going to ask you to explain it, but was there anything else you want to add to that? I guess it, was, it was just both Christian and non-Christian. Because okay. I mean, at work, <clears throat> sorry, excuse me, uh, 
Gosh, I always feel like I bring my supervisor into stuff. <laughs> I guess you and your supervisor must have a very good relationship. We talk, yeah. I mean, it's well, I guess technically both the supervisors because there's two. Okay. Much. Um. Uh. But I guess one one's older. He's I think like fifty or something like that, or just turned, or is I don't know, whatever. And the other one's like in his thirties. Okay. Um. So it's like there's different views just due to age range mm-hmm. and because i mean how you know what the older one grew up and stuff like that because apparently we were talking about um he, he made a mention of like something like the peanut gallery <laughs> and the, yep. so the younger one was like hey that like that's like a, a racist slang now or that has racial tensions to it and should not be used anymore at least that's what's being said about it yep yep i know that one and so for him he's like so why I mean, I've just always said that, like, there's nothing racial tied to it for me or whatever kind of thing. And so it was just that started this whole conversation about, you know, well, the younger guy was saying, you know, obviously things are changing within, I, I guess, the culture or whatever. Right. With slang and just like certain like, what was it, hand gestures or whatever, having different meanings. You now. mean the okay hand the symbol? Okay, okay. So, yeah. That one flipped him off too. He's like, "What?" <laughs> but uh, that's an interesting phrasing of words. Flipped him off too. Flipped. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oops. <laughs> um, perfect for hand gestures. Uh, they get that at work every once in a while too, so it's an entertaining time. Why do you flip them off? Anyways, I on. don't. Um, I'm a good, like, innocent little boy. Um, mm-hmm. but so it's like the the older one is just like he's like, why do I have to like? keep changing all these things that we've done or I've done for so long. Like, do you expect me to just like change and whatnot? And then the other one's like, well, he's like, I think you should educate yourself so you don't get yourself in like, I guess in one reason, one way is like get yourself in trouble by making or doing something that could offend someone, whatever and whatnot. But it's like, for me at first I was more so on the side of it's just like, okay, like the okay sign, like how, how did that become a white power symbol thing and all this other stuff? So it's like, okay, now that's been, that's been brought to attention. It's like, do I have to just, do I never make that sign again? Or, and I guess educate myself and what's being taught by people today. <laughs> and, uh, I just, I don't, I was just figuring out, I guess, what do you do? do i mean i can see how it would be a good thing to change and like i guess yeah educate yourself to what people are making things now but at the same time it's like why do we have to make this stuff like turn it into a racist thing when i don't know maybe never had a racist like thing to it in the past it's like why are we creating this now to be that like sticking to a schedule as we just yeah yeah (laughs) that's that's terrifying too. Like that makes no sense. There's like that. Yeah. Oh, anyways, I'll let you go on that. If you yeah. talk about that. Okay. But, so dang. So, okay. So that, that, so that's the context into what you're talking about. This change <laughs> of culture. How do we respond to it yeah. uh, as culture changes with that? And you know, that is a, that's a, I have some thoughts. Yeah. But before I get there, Aww, I like your thoughts. Because I don't want to taint anything. Josh, what are your thoughts? <laughs> He's unamused. <laughs> Go on. 
And this is why it takes four and a half to get <laughs> 45 minutes. I don't know. I don't even know where to start. Pick hey, spot. Um, start from the beginning. That's so, usually a good spot to start. So I'm just going to go off of something you said. Uh oh, okay. I'm just going to take what it from there. It? Okay. Do it. Send it. Here. I can't remember. Your supervisor, the older one, right? Mm-hmm. Said, why do I got to keep changing things that I've always done for so long? And my dad said something to me once, and I thought it was interesting. And I was just thinking about it. Okay. He said, you choose to be offended. I think I've heard that uh, phrase before from him. Before. Oh, yeah. Uh, go on. And, you know, I just, just thinking about it, it makes sense. I, because and here, here's why I say it makes sense. The most common picture you've ever seen, and you, it's always has been a picture uh, even back when Martin Luther King is a young white boy and a young black boy hugging, right? Yep. They know nothing. I mean, they, they, they can tell that the other one looks different, but they don't. They don't associate with anything. They don't see anything. There, there's no. There's no, no racial slurs. There's. There's nothing racial. There's no friction between that. All they know is, hey, that's my friend. I like playing with him. We chase each other around all the time. We race each other on the on the handlebars, you know? There's no racial tension. There's no tension of any sort. They're not concerned of where they come from. They're not concerned of what clothes they're wearing. They're not concerned of what kind of money they... All of this stuff is taught, okay? Okay. And what frustrates me is that as a society, we allow ourselves to mold to the weaker few. But unfortunately, the weaker few tend to have the loudest voices. Okay, And when we change something in society, we're changing it, not for the majority's vote, but for the minority vote. And not my minority in race. I'm saying minority is the smaller group of people. Their vote counts more than the majority. I don't know if their vote counts more. They just scream more. Well, that's what I'm saying. Is you know, it's the squeaky squeaky wheel gets the grease yes. mentality. Yeah, it, it just it just it just bugs me, especially when they take things out of context of time. When you pull something that was something back in history, you bring it to today, and you're like, "Up, oh, no, this is what it means," and that's not the case. I feel bad for your boss or your supervisor because he has to change his way of life. Because there are so many weak-minded people today. And when I say weak-minded, I, I'm saying it to someone who has become so sensitive to everything in life that they're not willing to figure out how to become tougher, you know? And when you see, I don't know, this is kind of uh, not, not going off topic, but it's going to the side thing. When you have feminist movements movements that are trying to demasculize culture. I was just talking about this with my coworker, okay? He goes, I cannot do what my girl does. I said, what do you mean? I cannot stay home with my three daughters all day. I'm like, what do you mean? He's like, I would just go insane. I would mm-hmm. go insane staying at home day after day after day. He looks at me, she's been a stay-at-home mom for years. Ever since we met, she's been a stay-at-home mom. She brought a daughter into the relationship, and then they had to. Okay, and he's like, I, I just, I couldn't do it. I told her that. I said, I give you all the props in the world, and I said, hey, you want to know something else too? He goes, what? I said, society won't admit it, but science can back it. Okay, I don't have the data in front of me right now, but women are better with kids than men, and a lot of people would say that that would be a sexist comment right there, because it's insinuating that they're more fit for the role of staying at home. Women can multitask better than men. 
What about Aaronita? Aaron dressing as a woman and identifying as a woman. Yay. Does that count? That's, that's a whole nother episode. Um, <laughs> okay. I, I, I just wanted to, uh, that answers a question I was going to have without you having to answer it. Hmm. There's not, what I'm finding more, more of a struggle today than, than anything is I feel like people are overly sensitive. But then the people who support the overly sensitive are overly hard-headed, protecting the overly sensitive. The overly sensitive people can't sit there and talk about anything without being offended for you coming to talk to them. But at the same time, the people that are protecting them don't help them because they block everyone and everything out to keep them from getting hurt. So we have this culture that is growing up in this society where we are manipulating things from the past, giving them different meanings for the future. But we're also allowing them to think that everything is something harsh. Everything is something touchy. So I'm trying to think how to say this. A lot of what I'm seeing, and, and I agree with you on that. I agree with you. I'm not, I'm not going to disagree with any of that, Mr. Uh, Brewer. Hmm. Um, but a lot of that, you, you, you see that especially like in echo chambers, you know, where you're in a group with other people who think exactly like you, you know, get offended by the same things. Now. Obviously, you haven't you don't watch the Monday episodes because I talked recently about my little experiments I did with wonderfulness of mm. the communal hate. <laughs> mm. Um, so uh, a couple weeks ago, at, at the time of this being released, uh, Roundies, um, their parent company, whatever the name of their parent company is off the top of the head, whatever. Anyways, they they start saying, you know, hey, we're gonna support uh, to do whatever. You have to wear a mask in our store. And you know what? I'll wear a mask if the store mandates it, blah, blah, blah. Personally, I'm going out of my way to go to stores that don't mandate it, but another conversation for another time. So I just went in there and I wrote, thank you. I'll take my business elsewhere. That's it. And this was part of an experiment. And I knew intentionally what I was doing because I knew I was stepping, I was stepping on a landmine, essentially. So you sent Roundy's message saying. I, I just responded to their Twitter message. Oh, publicly. Okay. Ah, oh. and I knew I was stepping on a landmine. And here's why I was stepping on. Did you listen to the Monday episode, no, Aaron? Okay, no. so then I want you both to guess. You know, you hear about Twitter, right? You you know about Twitter at least, what yeah. it is. Yes. What percentage of Americans actually have a Twitter account? I actually have one. I have two numbers in my head. Yeah. The first number is what I think it is. But the other number is, I think, what actually you use. Okay. 66% of Americans have a 200 cop, but only 23% actually are on it. Okay. Aaron? Dang, that's pretty good. Um, it just right into the head. I'll do 70-30. 70-30? You both are so far off. Really? 7%. I actually use their Twitter no, account? No, even oh. have accounts. 7% really? of, um, of Americans. So those are the squeaky wheels. Got it. Well, here's the here's the next part of this. Mm-hmm. Of those seven percent, right? You jump that up to hundred percent, right? Yeah. Over seventy percent of those are left or far left, self-identifying politically. Eh, that explains a lot. Okay, Wait, how much of that? I'm sorry, about seventy percent or so of the seven percent. Yeah. Okay. Now, of the seven percent, how many? What percentage of those people? So, of a hundred percent. Okay. Yeah. Make more than the average American of that seventy. How many make more than the average? So of of the seven percent. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, of the seven percent. You know, so think of it as a hundred percent again. 
yeah. of that wheel, you know, from How one to 100. More wow. than the average American. Yeah. Make more than the average American. What does the average American make? What is it, 35 or 45? Something like that. Yeah. 30, 35 to 45, let's say. How many make more? Yeah. 7%. We're going with sevens. Might as well keep it going. <laughs> 17. <laughs> 70. Oh, I should have said that. Okay. 70% of that, seven. of that 7% make more than the average American. If you break that up even further, 43% make over uh, make over 75,000 a year. All right, hang on. Let's, let's do this math. Right, so we're going off of... <laughs> so you have the very elite of the elite being the squeaky wheels that are yelling and screaming that we need to change things. Now, obviously, you have the people on the news as well. So, you know, we're not discounting those people. But you have rich people, essentially, leading the charge, saying, we need to do blah. We need to change blah. We need to la la. Now, these same people were the ones that responded to me on my little Twitter post saying, I'm just going to take my business elsewhere. Uh, yeah, I know this is bad. <laughs> yes, it is bad. In fact, it is very bad. Um, Somehow he get we get demonetized. Oh, no, 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 no. I got threatened. I had hate mail. I had hate messages. I had um, people going, we're going to expose you, contact your work to let you know how big of a threat you are to yourself and to others. Because I said I was taking business elsewhere. I didn't say anything about masks being ineffective, being masks, blah, 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 anything. Nothing about masks. Just thank you. I'll take my business elsewhere. And you have just vitriol hate coming from that side of the, you know, the people doing that. And I'm just like, oh, that's cool. Now, here's where it gets more fun. <laughs> so I got all this hate, right? So here was, here, here was my Schadenfreude moment of this. I tagged all the most vitriol, horrible comments. I tagged all those people in one comment, and they started attacking each other, thinking each other was a conservative amongst them. Ah, what? It was great. I, Wait, I, just, I just tagged them all in a post. I was like, thanks for the information for, for a podcast. Tagged them all, and they started just attacking each other. And I just sat back and said nothing and did nothing. And it was great. Wow. Well, wow. I, I took this all a step further then. I changed my Twitter handle. To the OK sign? No. Oh. <laughs> I changed it to average half Mex. Average half Mexican. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Every one of them either deleted their con, except for one person, either deleted their comment or privated their account after that. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> We we got some sad people, man. What? Oh. Because all of a sudden, I was a minority, yeah. and they can't speak bad about me. <laughs> it was just, it was just this moment of just like, I tried some experiments, and oh, it just it just showed you, yeah. But also, oh. I want to tell you, this is also how squeaky wheel, because, you know, you always hear on the news about people talking about, you know, on Twitter, so-and-so did this or Twitter said, you know, it hits the news channels, right? What percentage of the user base of Twitter generates 80% of the tweets? We will, uh, what, what would generate 80%? What percentage of the Twitter population generates 80% of the tweets? 2%. Just say 70. We're already going at 7. I'll say the opposite. Um, 75. 10%. Frank, you were closer. 10% of Twitter's population generates 80% of the tweets. Wow. So all these tweets where you're seeing like 
you know, whatever the topic is, you know, as you're saying, like the okay symbol is racist or whatever, right? Yeah. That's generated by 10% of the population. So these, these, these people on Twitter are practically master manipulators when it comes to social media. Essentially. Yeah. They're the elite of the elite and they're typically rich. And they're the ones saying we need to do this, do that, do this, do that, do this, do that. They're the ones kind of changing culture. Now, you know where I said like 7% of Americans have a Twitter account. What percentage of Americans have a Facebook account? I'm going to assume 70. I'm just going with 70. Johnson? I'll do 45. 41. Mm. 41%. There's a larger conversion rate of people going to to Facebook Facebook over Twitter. And you see some of this on Facebook still, but at the same time, you don't see as much of it, at least from my experience. Okay. Can we just put some numbers into into, uh, perspective from your Twitter thing? Yeah. All right, so we have 7% of the population roughly is on Twitter, right? Of the United States population. United States population, that's 22.9. 22.9 million people have a Twitter account, okay? Right. Now, what was the next number? 41%, or which which number are you talking about? Of Twitter. So 7%, so what percentage in this 7%, was it 70? It was the next one, and then 43? Oh, yeah. So 70% make above the average income. So that leaves us to 16 million of the 20, I'm going to round up, 23 million mm-hmm. make over 45. Yep. Let's say, let's just say 35 to be on the safe side. Okay. Then. So, no. So if you don't break it down oh. further to like the 75%, because it's 70% makes above the 45, right? And if you break that down, it's like the whatever. So going back to the 22, yeah, we're going to do 43 of that. Right. Make, so you're telling me we got 11 million people on Twitter. Making 75K or more. Pushing for these things to push and change society. Now, I'm not going to say this. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to say this, but I'm going to say it. I'm going to say this. Yes, thank you. Somebody made a very valid point. I was I was at work, and somebody said something, and it got me thinking, which got me thinking of this. I'll explain this in a second. So he sat there, and he's like, oh, looks like they're running around in you know, FedEx uniforms now. I'm like, what are you talking about? One of the judges that was dealing with the Epstein case. It's the Epstein's, uh, is it the girlfriend? No. Well, anyways, go the on. Wife, yeah. ex-wife. Whatever it is. Anyways, it was a judge dealing with something around uh, Jeffrey Epstein. Uh, It was, I don't know if he died, but it was an attempted homicide um, at the very least by somebody in a FedEx uniform. No, no, no. It wasn't an attempted homicide. It was a homicide. It was a homicide. I I was saying attempted at the very least because I I wasn't for sure. So so here's what happened. Guy in FedEx uniform went up to the judge's house. Judge wasn't there, but her son and her husband were her son was killed her husband was shot the guy was killed later found a parent suicide yeah yeah that's that's like half the people that have a lot of information about who's telling them to do it always end up with an attempt yeah i I don't but i don't care about the epstein thing in this regard that that has nothing to do with this no i'm just gonna say it's, it's, it's it's interesting to see that as much as the rich are for the people they seem to have a lot of baggage of nastiness coming from behind them, too. Yeah, the the Epstein thing, though, it involves a lot of political connections. And that I, I, Which explains why no yeah. politician has pushed for the 
removing, uh, not removing, the ending of uh, sex slaves, pretty much what Epstein was doing. Yeah, I know, but, you know, I think everyone's pretty much said no to what he was doing because a lot of them were underage. But that's uh, not what we're talking about right now, regardless. It's still happening, though. I know it's still happening, but that's not a topic. <laughs> Elmo? Yes, Elmo. Okay. <laughs> Is it Alamo? Like, or Elmo or Elmo? Enough. Let's move on. E-L-M-O. Ah, Elmo. Elmo. You going to speak? Okay. Back to topic. I'm going to start introducing Elmo here. (laughs) (laughs) That's another topic for another time, Josh. Let's just put it that way. Okay. Because that that requires a lot more time than this. Um, But yes, so there are a lot of people on Twitter trying to push the narrative of how society should go. I agree. So, Johnson, Mm -hmm. what what should be our response to all this? How... Do we handle this? How do we say lovingly, <laughs> lovingly enough is enough? Stop. Or is there a way to lovingly put it that way? <laughs> Tough love. <laughs> that that's a fear. That's a that's a that's an honest answer. What's um, what's 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 the tough love? Break it down in twenty words or less. Go. What? Gosh. Um. Black and load. Hunger not games. Lock and load. Hunger games. <laughs> Did you did you say a lot? Did you say lock and load? Lock and load, hundred okay, games. Yeah, I don't know. Okay, no. okay. A purge. I I'm surprised that hasn't happened yet, or a purge hasn't happened. Yeah. yeah. Um. It will happen when Biden gets wins. But anyways, go on. Right. Um. Gosh, I honestly I don't know. I mean, you can try and be nice to him about it and be like, well, gosh, I I don't know, because no matter what you say, they're gonna fight you back on something. Yes. Like there's no, there is no winning. Yep. Um, I mean, I guess you could try. Uh, well, uh, so you could try and cancel them. That's just going to fuel their fire. But should we cancel people? I, no, I, I hate I, cancel culture. Oh yeah. It's Why awful. would we use the art that tactic against other people? Yeah. No. It, yeah. I'm gonna put it life lessons learned the hard way. <laughs> um, I guess because I I don't know. This is this is me making assumptions. But like for as far as the cancel culture stuff goes, like would they be ones that are part of the cancel culture kind of stuff? Probably. And technically, you can cancel anyone because you can cancel their job. You can cancel yeah. their. But whatever. I'm saying, like, would they be people that are like? Oh, I'm sure they're all, all for, for it. it. Yeah. So I had so until it happens to them. Well, I was insane. That's get a taste of their own medicine, but that's yeah. Also... So back to my little Twitter experiment. Yeah, I engaged with one person and I was he was kind of civil but apparently I missed the sarcasm in there so I was nice back I was nice you know I was like hey thanks for engaging civilly blah 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 he's like you idiot you don't understand why people hate you because you are nice to them I'm like (laughs) 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 so you know when you're saying be nice to them it's like there is sometimes they are going to find any excuse to be mean to be mean yeah because you have stated an opinion contrary to what they are perceiving things, and they don't care. That instantly makes you evil. Yeah. It, it also makes you evil based on who you are. Notice when my Twitter handle was just the old one, which is PD Armin, and I've reserved that one so no one else can steal it. Um, it was something where you know I was evil, blah blah blah. I was a harm. I was a threat to myself and others because I was going to take my business elsewhere. 
Okay. But as soon as I changed it to average half mix, <gasps> we got to back off. So sorry. We didn't, we didn't mean any of that. Yeah. And one guy was like, that. am I being punked? Is this a joke? What? I was like, no, this is me. Right. And it, it, all of a sudden, whoop, it just changed back. They weren't taking into account the substance of what I was saying. They were taking into account their assumptions on who I was. And therefore, because of what I, who I was, they assumed what I aligned with. And by I, assuming by what I aligned with, they assumed that they hated me. I love the abbreviation of assume. Yeah. Yeah. They so true. <laughs> so, you know, it, so how do you engage with a culture that does that? I don't think you really can. Not as well. Wait, you can't, you, 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 you definitely can't do it alone. So let me ask this. Um, right now, I, and I can say this now because I'm no longer employed by them. Hmm. My former job, a uh, hospital chain here in Southeast Wisconsin, one of the largest ones, joined up. It's in Illinois as well. So mm-hmm. if you know hospital chains at all, you know exactly where I work. And uh, if you're some of my former coworkers, hello, coworkers, <laughs> this is going to make you sad. <laughs> so after the, again, I don't think I have found hardly anyone that disagrees that what happened to George Floyd was bad and that the cops involved should be brought to justice. I, there's a few people I found online that are like, oh, he deserved it, or it's a conspiracy, whatever. Those are far and rare and in between, but the majority of Americans, the majority of the world agrees what happened was was bad. You know, this is one of the few times in history where you had CNN and Fox News, all the anchors come on and say, what happened today with Floyd was bad. It was was rare to see that, right? But as a part of this, do we then, to quote unquote, show solidarity do we just kneel to everyone that is has a little more melanin in our skin i guess you oh, could say right because well, you saw that after you saw that after the george floyd thing okay right? so i but so my former job i don't know if you saw the news there was a video where like all during covid all the doctors and nurses went outside to kneel because they had to um repent for their whiteness did not see that yeah i, I did i thought i thought you sent it but it was like the video of this this was a, a black man making this woman kneel before him or something like that and apologize to him, like specifically like yeah. person on person for her white privilege kind of thing. Yeah. And I had brought that up at work and one of the, <laughs> one of the uh, workers just kind of, he was going off about, he's like, he's like, that's not real. Like that's not going to be a thing. I was like, well, if one person's going to do it, more are bound to follow. Like, and did you show him the mantra chanting afterwards? I uh, no, I did not. No, <laughs> I don't even think I showed him the video. I just mentioned that it happened in the video, and um, he's like, he's like, well, he's like, now you're gonna go out in public and just assume that they're gonna do that to you. I was like, no, I'm not. But if someone were to do that to me, I'm sorry, but that's I personally, it's like I haven't done anything personally against you. So it's like, I what what do I do? I don't know. Yeah. Me getting down and apologizing for nothing is not going to do anything any good, at least as far as I can tell. I Except giving somebody a false sense of power. To to a point. To a point. I mean, if I look at you and I say, Aaron, you need to kneel and you need to repent for having that beard. It's too long. It's sinful. And you and you do as I say, I'm going to feel, all right, I made him do something. I can something. talk over this guy. Yeah, yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's just the, the, the basis yeah. of that mentality. 
Yeah. But so but when we're being this goes back to a couple of weeks ago, you know, the, that that idea that this intersectionalism is a religion type of thing. You know, what happens when society as a whole is telling you you have to do this, you have to when the Smithsonian puts out a document saying time is whiteness to be on time at least yeah to have critical thinking is whiteness to be polite to want to succeed hardworking what do you do then because that's not a fringe that's not a fringe institution that that's 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 the that's the structure of every single piece of society well something that lasts Yeah. yeah But that's that's every country today. That's every business today. But by that document, it's that's part of your whiteness. That's part of what's causing racism. What do you have when you are when people are told that? I mean, I know you too, okay? So mm-hmm. but what happens when you have people who are your age who necessarily maybe aren't as confident in themselves? And they're being told because you're white, you are racist, and you need to, you know, you need to, you need to, you need to kneel in front of, I'm, you need to me- kneel in front of me because I have a little more melanin in your skin and apologize for being racist. Yeah. I, 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 I'm, I'm, I'm going to say something and I hope you can choose to edit this out. Oh, he will. And uh, <laughs> I'm always scared. I, no, no, I, <laughs> I am too. I understand that, you know, we're, we're starting to go into a time where the racism is becoming reversed. They are now being racist to eliminate racism in their minds. It, they're not racist, but how they're going about the whole process is extremely racist. Well, that's because, and this happens a lot, people are told if you're a minority, you cannot be racist. So we've bred this idea. And I say bred, I mean, we had through generations. But we have instilled in this idea of that truth. I wouldn't even say that's a generation. I'm I'm saying that is like recent, the past couple of years. Like I had not heard that before. Like before it was, you could be racist, whether you're whatever skin tone. But now I'm hearing, and this is even from corporate training. If you're a minority, you cannot be racist. If you're white, you're racist. You're having over in Seattle where they had um, racism training, but only for the white people. Only the white people had, that were part of the Seattle government had to respond and go to that training. We saw where uh, Tim Pool was reporting on where the the various federal agencies had training for white people and how saying you not seeing color or race is racism or we have made progress since the 60s is racism. What do you do in the face of that? And, and, I, and it, it's a to be me looking as a minority to you guys, that's a lose-lose. Yeah. And it's almost like, now I'm saying, now I haven't experienced any of the roughness of the last few months. You know, I've been, I've been blessed to not have to deal with anything verbal, digital, or physical, you know, because of me being white. You know, I haven't had to deal with anything. But I will say this. Yeah, and you live in your nice little suburban, suburban home. Suburban. <laughs> I do. I do. I will say this though. Yeah. I actually feel like being white. Okay. And I say this, I say this in a sense of not me being sensitive. I say this in the context of everything that and how it's being targeted towards white people. 
It's like they're trying to dehumanize less melanin people. Oh, yeah. Uh, you apparently did not watch the Nick Cannon video, did you? I, oh, I haven't seen that either. I've heard snippets of it. But it's almost like that. they're trying to make us more of an object to be manipulated in society, to be tossed around. Is It's almost like they're trying to put us back into a slave spot. Gee. It's almost like racism. Yeah. But yeah, so if, if you haven't yet, and I'll say this, if you have a weak stomach, do not go and watch the video from Nick Cannon. I hope, I actually, I hope it was pulled from YouTube. But anyways, in there, he does make a comment that the less melanin you have, the more closer to an animal you are. Yes. Dang. Yep. Now, here's the thing. In the past, guess what? It was the inverse of that comment coming from oh. white people. So let's, oh, let, yeah. let, let's no, not sugarcoat yeah. it. It had that sort of comment and sentimentism has come from the past. It, it has happened before where white people would say the darker the skin, the more animalistic or more savage, mm-hmm. whatever. So I, I, I'm not ex- excusing one party to uh, persecute the other. Mm-mm. Yeah. So I would go after that both sides. Either that was Nick Cannon or Aaron Johnson saying anything like that. Or myself, even if I said like, oh, look, you have less melanin than me. The- You're you're less superior. Now, I probably know the answer to this, but is the way that this is going about in American society right now, is this happening over in France, in Germany, in England? So you're seeing Black Um, Lives Matter protests overseas as well. But you're not seeing society start to spin like over here. No. And And, And honestly, I have a feeling this continues too much longer. It will actually start to spread out. To other countries. And I hope, I hope, uh, this is where history is important because I'm going to say this and I'm going to get questioned and I don't have the textbook in front of me. You should have it in your mind. I have it in my mind. No, you don't. I you don't. see it. Anyways, um, America was one of the last few countries to have slavery. Okay. France didn't have slavery at the time that America had slavery, if I remember this correctly. Okay, go on. So no. go ahead. No, I'm up. not going to oh. fact check that. I'm going to check something else. But go on. Um, England, I think, had slaves, but they weren't seen as slaves. They were seen as servants. And they were, I think, I think in England, they were, when you think of slavery and you think of a slave, you think of somebody who was picking cotton out of a cotton field, getting whipped, sleeping on a hay every night, barely getting food. Barely has clothes on their backs. Okay. That's the nasty life of being a slave in America. Okay. Okay. The slave I'm talking about is the slave that has a bed to go to every night. Uh, pretty much a slave is being owned by somebody. That's the base, right. basic description definition of a slave is being owned by another person. You are not your own. You are a subject of someone. Yes, that would be the definition of slave. Yes. And I believe in England at the time, they had those subjects for the higher noble, but that, that I don't think, if, if I'm remembering my history correctly, but I do, I do know that slavery was not as common in Europe at the time that it was massive in America. Yeah, and we had the cotton fields and all that. Uh, just by the way, I was looking up something real quick. Uh, France abolished slavery in 1848 we abolished slavery in 1845 Mm. so a couple years later now they passed the law before us but they didn't put it into effect until after us Mm. so that that's the minor little hitch that might be 
kind of what you're remembering there. Then my history has been a little skewed. So you can go ahead and take that Gotta that part out. <laughs> um, Josh goes back to school. Um, but no, no. So over in um, England and that, they have this concept of indentured servitude and butlers and all that, you know. Yeah. Where And we have that in America, too, indentured servitude. Now, indentured servitude is different than slaves. And then the fact that once you paid that debt, whatever it was, you know, it was probably monetary. You were free. Slavery, as Josh pointed out, you were property. You were mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Uh, I'm not exactly sure how Josh was going to fit that in with the topic. <laughs> I was going to, if it was true, apparently my brain just remembers false. Uh, I was going to connect it to the fact that um, the American mindset is skewed from the reality of the world in a sense that um, I was going to try to point it to the fact that people who support this idea here are wrong for supporting it because that's not how it is in the rest of the world. I, but at this point, it doesn't make any sense because the American society is the few and the rich of society have got the ball rolling already. Well, here's the thing. doesn't matter if we were the last or the first to abolish slavery. Slavery, owning of another human, is wrong. Yes. Okay. Now, is there still modern slave trade and that happening in the, especially over in Africa and that between the tribes? Yes, unfortunately. But it's it's still happening around the world. There's sex slaves. There's all that sort of stuff. So just because we stopped selling people in the open market, market, the market, market. the open market does not mean slavery has ended in the world. And that's the other thing I, I, I would like to understand. And I feel like if anything, I should weaponize myself with information regarding human trafficking. And when I say weaponize, just give myself information that if I ever get confronted, I could go. So what are you doing about human trafficking? There's Uh, a lot of traffic out there. Oh, there is. And what was it? Um, I think America has the highest upload and download of child porn. Yeah, I would imagine. I believe it. That's insane. Like, what was it? We probably also lead the world in creation of it, too. Congratulations, USA. You're number one again in something we don't want to be number one in. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. At least. Number one in The non-rich. Number one in child porn. At least the non-rich don't want to be number one. So, anyways, I I just weaponized myself with the fact that, you know, they're coming at me for me never doing anything for them. But yet people who have never done anything to anybody are getting abducted and forced. Just... What if they turned that energy and this skewed mindset that they had and focused it towards human trafficking? Think about how well we could damper down human trafficking. So that's one thing you can do then again, against as culture changes. Have the facts of whatever you want to have it be, you know? So s- slavery, talk about the human sex trafficking, and you can talk about the stats of slavery around the world currently beyond just human trafficking, you know, for sex slaves and that Mm -hmm. for the okay symbol. You can talk about how it started out as a prank from 4chan. (laughs) The news then ran with it thinking it was real. And then because the news said it, actual racists started using it. Yeah. You can start with that. It's a big 4chan. That's that. It's the messaging board where a lot of cultural pranks start. It's a place where most memes are born. 
Oh. It's a place where Stupid me. the digital outcasts of the world live. It's kind of like a forum. <laughs> yeah, it's a forum. No wonder the Fortune. memes are a form of news now because of news people so, take stuff from it. Okay, you want to know this one? No, but yes. In people in your age range, 20 to 30, yeah. what percentage of them say they get their news solely a lot. from social media? A lot. Take a guess, percentage-wise, 1 to 100. 63%. I'm just going to go be outrageous and imagine 92. 68. Thank you. I'm glad you're right. If you were right, I probably would have just finished it off. But here's the thing. That's trending upward. Of course it is. Because memes are all the rage. Exactly. They would rather get their meme, their news from a meme or a short two-sentence blurb than actually read and investigate for themselves. Yeah. You know what? I I understand how somebody can easily want to move away from media. Uh, news and stuff because they got a funny way of just trying to draw you in to give you the truth of all of like 15 seconds and then they sit there and draw you in even more on stuff that they don't actually have all the on the facts on yeah that's a, that's the funny thing that I find about the news is they they have like two minutes of talking and the truth only lasts 20 seconds but they fill it in with nonsense so I can understand why our generation can just be like you know what? We're done. We're done with it. Yeah. But do they not realize how even more easily they can be manipulated in the private sector? Manipulated? What's Manip- that? Manipulated. <laughs> um, but yeah, so, the, so you know, so, so what I'm getting at here, though, is don't get your news from a meme, first off. No. And before you believe something like the OK symbol is racist, investigate it. Investigate where it came from. Investigate the history of it. I'm sorry, Paul, but we're seriously screwed because if looking up where did the OK symbol come from and they only rely on things the length of a meme, we're never going to get anywhere. I know. But here's the thing. If us individually are informed, you can counter that and be prepared like I was to step in a landmine once in a while and know what's going to happen. Right. Know that, you know, as much as it, as much as they want, they're going to happen. And here's the thing. And I'll, I'll repeat this from here to whenever. Whenever the crowd says move, say no. You move. When they say kneel, say no. Go away. When they say you must do this, otherwise you're racist, say screw you. No. You don't have to be a jerk about it. You don't have to pull your gun. You don't have to punch them. You just say no. Yeah. Well, and when they try to scream you down, just look at them in the face and go no. <laughs> it's a simple two word answer. And that's our two letter answer. Yes, two letter answer. <laughs> I only heard you say no. Oh, you said no twice. Okay. <laughs> um it and that's also where uh, the problem can go south because people don't tend to control themselves that well. No, I'm just saying no. They'll yeah. fight back and then it causes the scene. It escalates. And it, it makes it, both sides look stupid, or yeah. one side can look worse than the other. Yeah, and you don't always. And you, and if whatever you do, don't try to escalate it. You know. No. Yeah. If, if you're being attacked by a bunch of Karens in a store, or you, you're, you know, you're in a store that doesn't require masks, and they're yelling, "You don't have a mask!" <laughs> and they start yelling at you. Don't 
turn around and fight them and yell at them. Just walk away. Just go about your business. By the way, that's going to make them the maddest thing in the world. You are ignoring a Karen or Ooh. a Ken. Because <laughs> Ken is... Yes. Ken is... Can't forget about him. Yeah, Ken is the um, male version of Karen. Yes, yes, yes. So... Yeah. It, and I called all those people that responded to me on Twitter, Karens and Kens. Yeah. <laughs> so if you're interested in nice. my little experiment, my little uh, commentary on it, look up uh, our episode, Intolerant Karens Are Ruining the Internet. <laughs> because, oh my goodness, Karen, you're destroying us. Yeah, oh, for real. But when they say, but when they come up and say, you must jump, otherwise you're racist, say, no, why should I have to do what you say when it's being founded upon emotion? When Twitter says, oh, my goodness, oh, my goodness, cancel this person. They said a nasty thing. Why? Again, look at it. It's the minority of America that's yelling on Twitter. So that I- is so crazy. Yeah, yeah, again, as you said earlier, the squeak wheel gets the grease because, man, it's like that's all you hear about. But the majority that minority part of America, but, but the majority of the, that minority identify as left, far left. Yeah. So you're not you're not dealing with a diverse opinion. No, you're dealing with a very narrow echo chamber because what right. happens like and, and you've seen this before, even between the three of us, someone has an opinion. Aaron thinks it's great. He repeats it. Josh says it to Josh, thinks it's great. Says it to me, and it just repeats, mounts itself, right? There's never another party that introduces, maybe that's stupid. Let's think back to the day of your motorcycle accident. What? What were what? you guys on the way to do that you thought was awesome? D- nothing. <laughs> that, that, had, <laughs> that actually has nothing to do with the motorcycle I know, accident. It, I know it has nothing to do, but what no, were you guys on your way so to do? What we were going to do is something really stupid. Uh-huh. It was freaking great. No, um. Was it before? <laughs> see, here's the thing. Would it have been before or after you had broken your bones? Huh? You said it would have been a really great idea, and I said you say that before or after you've broken your bones. And oh, I'm saying that both. if you didn't get into a motorcycle accident, you probably would have broken something with No, because I would have been driving. Oh, yeah, right. Anyways, okay. what were you going to go so, do? We, we now, had, obviously, the motorcycle accident derailed this idea, thankfully. We, yeah, actually, we, thankfully. Because yeah. more people than you probably would have been injured. Probably could have gotten hurt, <laughs> and then it would have been on church property, and that could have brought in other issues, potentially. Hopefully not. Anywho. Um, we found a big giant, like, well, not giant, just a big, big board of wood. And uh-huh. it was also, it kind of, it was, it was like warped a little bit. So it was curved. Okay. And, uh, uh we were looking, we, I was going to go home to grab a chair to kind of like, uh, fasten to that wooden board. Uh-huh. We had a rope that we were going to tie it to the back of my truck's trailer hitch and then have someone sit in the chair, hold on to the rope and swing them around while someone drove the truck. And I mean, It'd been fun. It was, I mean, similar and, stuff has been done before. And all but, of you in that group that was going to do that were like going once. These are like, this is going to be so great. This, this is going to be so much fun. This is going to be so great. So you were a mini echo chamber at that point. Yeah. You all <laughs> were the same opinion, reverberating right. the idea of how much fun it was going to be. 
And oh, the, we fig- we figured someone could probably easily. I know, get but hurt, you, but but, no, yeah, but you're all like, it's gonna be so much fun. We don't it's care if someone's gonna get hurt. You yeah, know, so it's gonna be far outweighed. And there wasn't anyone to kind of be there to go. Stop. Maybe this is kind of stupid. <laughs> so yeah, that so the car was the voice talking against me. And yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that was God intervening, saying, <laughs> "Stop. That's stupid. Don't do it." <laughs> so, but anyways, so you have that right. And what I'm seeing with Twitter is it's that echo chamber. It's everyone of one political leaning who has these ideas and agrees with the craziness of the ideas that the OK symbol is racist. Back and forth, back and forth. Now, here's the thing. It's going to get worse because conservatives are leaving Twitter. Oh, really? Well, not surprising. They're going to a different platform, Parler. I haven't even heard of that. I know. It's a recently brand new app. I'm I'm actually on it. What's Um, it called? Parler, where you parlay with others. Uh-huh. So instead of a tweet, it's a parlay. Wow. But it's the same thing? Same it's concept? essentially the same concept. It looks exactly the same. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh, wow, yeah. <laughs> Can I quick interject something here? No. It's it's regarding this topic, I swear. Okay. All right. So a um, professor, a former college professor of political science and political philosophy, um, posted, uh, he put a thing on, on Forbes, and uh, the title is... After all, didn't America invent slavery? And I saw the title and I'm like, oh my gosh. And I start reading it and it opens my eyes up to something. It brings me back to history class. Okay. When we talk about American history, Uh we do a good amount of talking about slavery in America, but we don't do a good, a lot of talking about slavery in the world. Okay. So he, what was it? um, A professor published uh, a different professor published results of 11 years of his quizzing his students at the start of the year on what they knew about American history and Western civilization. By far, by far the most shocking result to emerge from his years of polling, students overwhelmingly believe that slavery was an American problem. Yeah, I know. So, I, I know you know, but some people may not. And it just kind of uh, turned a little switch in my head thinking to myself, okay, so we can be mad at Aaron and I's generation, right? But at the same time, we can't be quite mad because, like I've said before, we're educated to believe what we've been taught and not question what we've been taught. We really need to be questioning what we're taught because we're not, we're not taught the whole picture. And in society and schooling and stuff, we don't allow time nor patience to be taught everything we need to taught. Yeah, but people don't pay attention to school. They pay attention to the memes. Yeah, well, now True. they do. There, there weren't memes eh, back when Aaron and I were in. Eh, I, mm, yeah. not, not memes like there is today. But I mean... There's the precursor we were, to memes. Yeah, and even while we were in school, I mean, nobody paid attention. Besides yeah. the kids that were so you know, you have, academic. But you have students going to college now, right? That grew up you know, in high school with memes. Because don't forget, you guys are what? You're, you're 25, 24, okay? Average age of going into college is what, 18? You're talking yeah. about kids that graduated two years after you guys did, so memes were kind of already in vogue. They would have, they've been educated by memes. If he's been doing this study for five years, right. that's longer than both of you have been out of high school. Yeah. See, here's the thing. You guys are starting to hit old. <sighs> yeah. The youngins, are educated completely different than you guys are. That is it's true. Terrifying. It and here- now with 
And here's the thing. I can I can bet a thousand dollars. Neither of you cake up on how the education has changed and how the, the internet culture has changed over the years. Internet culture. No. Yes. Yeah, so I do hear about um well, I hear a little bit about some school stuff for uh I guess high school. I guess it's just more so in how they can either one discipline kids or how they can't right. discipline kids um, due to either abuse or just, uh, yeah, see more around those lines. But. Which, what you got to remember, right? You guys are 24, 25. Mm-hmm. We're talking about teachers that was started at 22, two to three years ago that would have graduated with you guys teaching high school students their ideas. And if they were already kind of indoctrinated one way, those high school students are now going into college. Mm-hmm. Think about when you were in high school. It's so crazy. How huh? many people were kind of on that, we need communism, we need that in it. At least when, even when I went to high school, there was yeah. all that. Wow. And now some of those are teachers teaching their students. Yeah, it's gonna... And that cycle will continue over and over and over again. So even if you don't have the memes like Josh was kind of getting to, you're going to have some of those teachers indoctrinating some of that stuff in there. Because when you have a teacher, you don't just, I wish they would, but they don't just teach the curriculum. They teach the curriculum, and especially if they're a history teacher, they're going to filter it through their worldview, through their lens of how they see things. They're going to filter and say, this is why commun- uh, capitalism is bad. Look at what destruction it brought. Mm. And then yeah. we have these youngsters coming through and saying, we need to change everything. You know, and now we have people going, we need to defund the police. And depending on who you listen to, it's either defund and reform, as in like police just do one part and we create these others, or abolish or completely incinerate the police. Mm-hmm. And what do you do when you have these crowds just sitting there going, we need to do this? It's not safe for you to go into a crowd and go, no. <laughs> because you're going to be beaten up and destroyed. Yeah. Literally. Literally, yes. So what do you do? You let them throw their temper tantrum. Yeah. And you engage in local politics and make sure that your local politician down from your city council level to your governor to your mayor to everything knows where you stand on this. Because here's the thing. Politicians care about one thing and one thing only, getting elected. And if they all of a sudden see all of their constituents saying, we want this, not this, they get scared. Oh, for sure. So be informed. Say, no, you move, not me. But take care of yourself. Don't obviously go into a, a crowd. Don't. I would also add this. Don't go in and looking to start a, co- a commotion. Mm-mm. You know, if you see a group of angry people and they're chanting about something don't go in looking to like start a fight or something because that's not going to help anyone's cause it's only going to cause issues it's only going to make everyone involved look bad and it's also just Mm going to cause headaches for law enforcement that right and then getting involved with politics especially on the larger macro scale thing like defund the police and that obviously you're not going to get involved in politics for the okay symbol (laughs) i hope not you know (laughs) if that becomes i would love it I would love it to see the Racine mayor go, we are going to ban the OK symbol. Good luck. Because it is racist. Well, yeah. then uh, we don't have any divers around here normally, but if anyone dives, guess what they use all the time? Oh, they use the OK symbol okay when symbol. scuba diving. Mm. 
I totally forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know, so you have all that. It's like, oh, wait, I can't do that. That's right. You have that uh, electrician that was out in California that got fired from the job because they had an OK symbol outside their vehicle while they're driving. Huh? It was a Mexican guy. He was driving to his job. He was at a stoplight, had the OK symbol outside, you know, you know, when you're just, you know, driving and you have your hand outside oh, the yeah. car and you just kind of relax your hand sometimes and you do stuff. Yeah. And he made the OK symbol. Someone called into his job and got him fired because he was making a racist OK symbol. What? Yeah. Yeah. Who? Somebody. I don't remember where I was. Again, the Karens have way too much time on their hand. Yeah. <laughs> so do you not have anything better to do? No, they don't. But yeah, I was outside and someone drove by. And this was the, I mean, he did that whole thing. How oh, was that stupid game? Where it's like, pretty much you made the okay symbol, but the goal is to make you look at it and yeah. for whatever stupid reason. And then that's how they got you wherever in this game. But yeah. So it's like, if I, how, well, okay. So he was, yeah, because they, was they put his, it down low to and get you to look at it and then they'd yeah. like punch you or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. We know someone who would play that all the time. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like that would get you in trouble now, potentially. Yes, because it is a racist hate symbol. Yeah. And it all started as a joke started by 4chan. Man, those pranksters are really ruining it for everyone, aren't they? Well, (sighs) you know what? I'm going to write into them, tell them, make macaroni and cheese racist, please. Bruh, why would you do that? Because it's whiteness. But I use yellow cheese also. Okay. But with white noodles. The pasta, whatever. I did also once use chocolate milk or the milk and macaroni and cheese. That's once. disgusting. <laughs> I'm going to cut so, that out because that's going to make people throw up. Anyways. <clears throat> any, I was just trying to mix it up, you know? Yeah. Any last comments, Mr. Johnson, about? Well, shoot. Um, Because there's a lot that was covered here. <laughs> yeah, there really was. And I feel like there could also <laughs> maybe... Hopefully, this much could be covered maybe in another time for the more Christian yeah, side of things. Yeah, we didn't even, we <laughs> didn't we even didn't get, get, to, get that. to that stuff yet. So maybe we'll have to try and get to that another time, um, which I am, I mean, I'm, a, I'm for. Okay. Um, yeah, we'll get to that another time then. Uh, next month. Next month? Hey, yeah. Second part two. Yep. So, okay. So if you want to hear that part, tune into that next month, hopefully. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's granted. I mean, all of us generally have a very relatively same mindset on a bunch of stuff. Um, the thing is, I depending on the issue, because I mean, there are issues that are a lot more touchy, a lot more personal, especially with the whole abolish police stuff. Because um, obviously, there's the people that are super for it, and obviously, there's the people that aren't for it. Um, it's like, you can't have a conversation with those people, really. I mean, you right. can try to, but it, I guess this is, who this is me assuming, and we all know what that means. But, like, generally, I feel like it would start something nasty, like some kind of stupid fight. But it's like, as you said, say no to certain things, especially if they're, like, coming at you to do something. But it's like, instead of fighting and trying to like force each other's opinion on one another is trying to have a discussion one, but then back it up with knowledge that you have on it. Right. See, and and that's a challenge. Like I was getting to, you know, 
I may be, you know, well, any of us three here might be willing to have that discussion, yeah. but they may not. They right. will instead just try to shout you down. Yeah. And at that point, it's just at that back po- off. At that point, you just, just say, no, and walk away. Yeah. Don't, don't push it any farther. And um, to be honest, walking away is going to infuriate them more than anything else you could ever do. Oh, yeah. Maybe, uh, I'd say, hopefully, maybe teach them something. But maybe no, not. No, it won't. Yeah. It'll just, what they'll do is they'll record you and say, look at this racist walking away from me. Yeah. That's what they'll do. Which is a shame. So and I, it's, there's, yeah, there's, it's a, it's a lose lose. <laughs> yeah. It's sad that it's come to that. It's sad that it's come to that. That's why I said, I knew what I was getting into. I knew I was stepping on landmine. Yeah. And this was a virtual landmine. By the way, landmine is a great song by Polaris. Good to know. Yeah. I'll have to show you two later. <laughs> That's as soon as you said landmine, that song came into my head. I was just like, yeah. Um, but, uh, no, yeah. I mean, really like, yeah, that's, that's about it. I mean, yeah. If, if you can have a conversation, have it, and mm-hmm. hopefully you're, uh, you know, learned up on knowledge <laughs> with about whatever it is that you're talking about, but yeah, just have a discussion. Don't try and force yourself amongst one another. Cause I mean, that's just going to cause a fight once you try to enforce yourself. Yeah. And I would say if but, you're going to have that conversation, go into it. With the assumption that the other person has good intentions about why they have the opinion that they do and don't go into it hostile with, I am here to convert you. Yeah. Go into it with the, you're an idiot. Yeah. Go into it with the intention of, I want to learn your position more because by getting them and getting yourself to explain your position more, that opens up the possibility of questions. Right. And I've seen that even with you, Mr. Johnson. Like when we have yeah. a, some conversations, I'll say stuff and then you'll like, but what about blah? And you'll oh. have a question about it. Mm-hmm. And it's not just a one way dialogue. It's a question, 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 right. question. And through that, maybe, maybe we'll learn something. Maybe. Hopefully. I'd certainly hope so. Brewer, do you have any last words to say? I legit thought he was about to hit the down, down, down. He was like, he was like, no. Maybe. Maybe. I got nothing else. You got nothing All else. I know is I'm less of a human because I'm white. That's all I know. Like I said, if That's you haven't yet, go <laughs> watch that Nick Cannon thing just to kind of see what mainstream culture and media has said is acceptable. Yeah. As, um, racist speech and then honestly if i try to repeat anything he said verbatim i would be immediately banned in all of all the media spaces but because he's a celebrity he is allowed he's got extra rights. to get away with it yeah price of being a celebrity i guess right the benefit yeah so although as soon as a celebrity becomes a public enemy the last person I want to be. Well, you know how you become a public enemy as a celebrity? Oh. You support Trump in 2020. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> no. Not Johnson, wrong. look at the dancing lights. <laughs>